It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay starting shipwrecks. I know that you're out there and I'm waiting for you. Cornet is my name and I'm a puppeteer too. With my puppet friends, there's nothing that we can't do. Hi, and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer 4 Play, episode 53. It's September 24th, 2008. I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. And I'm your host, Shipwreck. I wonder if that picked up my back cracking while I was stretching while you were doing that intro. I don't know, but is this going to be take four now, or are we just going with your back cracking? No, we're going to go with that. So we're starting off our first episode after being on like three-week hiatus with your back cracking. Well, I've been playing some basketball, so it's a little tight. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Let's let's focus. We were on a hiatus for several reasons. The main one being the power outage in Cincinnati. Yeah, we had a we had Hurricane Ike come through here. Yes, hurricane force winds came through Cincinnati, and at one point, six hundred and fifty thousand people were without power. Yeah, we we didn't get hit too hard uh, as far as our house and everything. Like we lost some shingles and a couple of tree branches and stuff went down, but. But nothing too A lot horrible. of people, the animal hospital had a tree fall on it. That's kind of fun. And um, there's still somebody at work without power. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, there's still some people without power around here, which I'm sure it's uh, much worse, obviously, down in Texas still. Right. But Which today was the first day all the people were allowed back into Galveston. So that's part of the reason. The other part of the reason was that um, – like a hundred games came out that one week and we just couldn't get them all done. And then we stopped caring because they were all crap. Well, it, it happened that one week I got all my previews done and the following week you got all your previews done. Right. And so we have, we each wrote up a week for the previews that we'll never see the light of day pretty much now. No, maybe we could keep like archives for, I don't know, like last week I read on the internet that they found an, an, a score by Mozart and it was like somebody dug it up. We could find like old previews for like I don't crap. think those are going to compare just, to Mozart very well. I'm not comparing our game previews to Mozart, but I'm just saying. Kind of sounded like you were. You could have archives. You just don't understand me. Yours must have been really good. Mine were not quite that Mine good. Mine were really good. Okay, so we covered the power outage. Um, other than that, hopefully we're back. Are we back? Yeah, we should be back. We still haven't decided on a day to come out. I just we... feel like it's so discombobulated. Well, it's difficult. I mean, uh, Cheapy and Wampat stealing our day there, kind of, the beginning of the week. It... Not that we ever had a day, but it's weird coming out after them every week. For a while, we did have a day. And I feel like it's a waste of effort if we come out after the games have already come out. Well, I agree. That's why... We... We had talked about trying to come out on the weekend. Do you think that's a good idea? I don't know, because then that makes us early, and you know I'm never early for anything. <laughs> well, yes, I realize that. but So I don't I, know. I would feel better if I didn't get stuck with all the DS games that really are awful. Oh, you got a lot of good DS games this week, right? They look good when I was saying, here, why don't you try this one? Yeah, uh-huh. We'll, we'll let we'll let the judges, i.e. our listeners, make that call. But okay, so what have we really been playing? Because that's, I, huh? I just feel so out of practice. Oh my goodness, this is just gonna be horrible. We just hit a thousand digs and we got this show and we sound like novices. Okay, 
Down with the ships is where we talk about what. Is that we... how you say that word? Novices. How else would you say it? I don't know. I was thinking novices, but I guess it's novices. You don't say you're a novice. No. You say you're a novice. So why would you change the well, sound well in the O just because you added in plural? Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is like we're on drugs, but we're not. I'm on call. So we're not on drugs, and neither one of us have been drinking. Okay, so down with the ships. You have been playing Pirates vs. Ninjas Dodgeball. Yeah, I got that in for a review from... Uh, uh, the people at Gamecock. So that means you're writing a review for it? Yeah, the review's pretty much done, and I just need to have uh, you look at it over and edit it, and then I'll get it posted here in the next couple of days. But uh, I thought it was okay. Um, it's not the greatest Xbox Live Arcade game ever, but it's not the worst either. So it, it's somewhere in the middle, and it's kind of enjoyable to play uh, uh, with other people. Like I wouldn't suggest it as a single-player game necessarily. Okay. But with others, it's kind of fun. Uh, Shred Nebula. You've also been playing a lot of that because in our last episode we talked about it and we had an interview and it was really exciting because it's a game that was partly developed by a keg. So, what do you think of that? Well, I beat the single player and I'm going back through it again to uh, try to get some more achievements. Uh, this is, of course, the top-down shooter uh, that we talked about a lot last episode. And I, it's it's a lot of fun. I I really suggest people if they only give it one try to really try it again because there's a lot of depth there. Uh, they spent a lot of time making the game, and you can you can kind of tell. I just think it was kind of a shame that they got stuck right behind that summer of arcade, right? Where all those games got hyped up so much and and got all the advertising behind them, right? And then Tread Nebula came out the week after that. Right. And I think they really kind of got, I don't know, Microsoft kind of did them a disservice in that fact. I think... Well, something has to come out the week after. Yeah, but I think they held back some of these games purposely, like, for after the Live Arcade, because there wasn't a ton of stuff coming out on Xbox Live Arcade every week. Right. You, you'd get pretty much one title a week there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then ever since after the Summer of Arcade... There have been multiple releases each week, except, uh, I guess, this week. There's only one game. But it was clear that they kind of had them backed up. And I just, I don't know. I wish they would have released it at a different time. That way, uh, Mott's CTG and Crunch Time Games could have had a little bit more chance of success with their numbers. But hopefully they're doing well. It's a fun game. Okay. Uh, SOCOM Beta. Frisky Tanuki got you a code for it? Yeah, that's, of course, the uh, one on the PlayStation 3. uh, I think it's called... Confrontation, I think is the name of it. I don't know. It's the new SOCOM that's coming out later uh, this year, I guess. Um, I tried playing some of that. It's really not my my type of thing. I appreciate the code, uh, Frisky Tanuki, and I liked being able to get in there and, and see what it was all about. But it just kind of feels like a dated uh, first-person shooter at this point. But I did have some fun because it's a beta. Mm-hmm. Not everything's quite worked out yet. Right. And so I got in this one round where... All my weapons were invisible. So (laughs) (laughs) I was just running around. That could be a problem. Yeah, they didn't shoot any bullets. There was no invisible bullets or anything. I just had an invisible gun. And I had my rifle. It was invisible, but I was running around like I was holding a rifle. And then I could switch to my pistol, and that was invisible. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I I tried to, like, stab people. with. I think there was a knife. I was trying to melee people, but I couldn't melee either. Uh, so I'm sure they'll get that worked out by the time it's over, but it's just the actual 
game itself is it's decent enough. It reminds me actually of of Metal Gear Solid. Okay. The online in that, except it doesn't. It's not as uh, in depth. Like there's not as much stuff to do, but it controls better than that. So I don't know. It just feels kind of dated at this point, though. And the whole like party system and getting into games, they really need to work on that because it takes a long time to get into games. Uh, you're in the loading screen or waiting in in lobbies for a long time. Well, um, hopefully they get all those issues issues worked out before the actual game comes out. You also, the last show, talked really highly of Commando Steel Disaster. Have I talked about that on the show yet? Yeah, you talked about oh, it last time. Oh, I did? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That, that's the Metal Slug type game? Yeah. Um, and it is really hard. I can't beat the first level. Yeah, you, you talked about it. I, I think it was the last show. So you, you can't get past the first level at all? No, no, I can't. I was planning on writing a review for this game, but if I can't beat the first level, I don't know how valuable <laughs> that review is. Well, that in itself is a pretty good review. I have been playing Viva Pinata Travel in Paradise, as have you. You've now passed me with the amount of time that you've been spending on it, but um, it's more of the same, but there's some additions. I think it's good. I like it a lot better. It, the the fact that you can pull up the menus quicker. Oh yeah, get that's it, a get really all your items. big improvement as a menu system. Yeah, I mean that's that's the main uh, problem with the first one is it just going through all the menus takes a while. It still kind of slows down and bogs down when you go into the menu system, which is kind of odd to me still mm-hmm. that the 360 can't handle a simple switching of menus right. very quickly. I guess I don't notice that it's bogged down. Really. No. Like, I mean, even when you go try to scroll through a menu or anything, it doesn't kind of, like, slow down for you, and you have to wait there for the images to load and everything? Well, you do have to wait for them to load. I guess it just doesn't strike me as having to wait an obscene amount of time. See, I, I'm on a very high efficiency level when I play Viva Pinata. i got to have my stuff done quickly. <laughs> so okay. I'm going in and out of menus, and I, I want to be able to, like, plant that seed or get to the fertilizer real quick, water it, then on to the next thing. Time to mate some more animals. <laughs> Well, you're just impatient is the problem. Well, it just seems it's an annoyance with the game. Everything other than that, I, I love. Well, but... I got presents from Retro Vertigo and Hoodoo, so that was exciting. Right when I put the game in, I already had animals because they sent them to me. I got presents from nobody. Thanks. Well, I... <laughs> of course okay. I didn't send any presents to anybody, but... Well, they just like me better. <laughs> We've also been playing Rock Band 2, which, of course, we bought the weekend it came out. And it's really the same. <laughs> that's that's a very exciting uh, preview of it. They're a review or whatever that is. Well, it's it's exactly like Rock Band 1, only the songs aren't as cool so far. Just the songs at the beginning are not as good. I don't know half of them. And then there's that one really annoying song that just irritates me. By the, the Libyans or the Labians or something like that? I don't know. I just ignore it. Okay. <laughs> Well, we didn't get new instruments. Not that I'm saying we needed new instruments, because our corded instruments work just fine. But it is, I mean, what's different about it? Um, well, single-player-wise, they took out the the single-player mode that was there last time. It was it used to be a lot like Guitar Hero, in that you would work your way down to the songs. And Chibi talked about that on the CADcast this week. See, I uh, didn't play it single-player mode, so... No, but now you can play single player in World Tour, so it's the same mode for both single player and multiplayer. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's basically the same game. Yeah, it's, I guess it just all does come come down to the song selection. But well, I like the songs. 
I'm not I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that I find myself wanting to play the songs that we downloaded or the songs that we imported from Rock Band 1 more often than the songs that were already there. But that being said, we are we don't have everything unlocked. So No, we're getting there cuz I'm I'm pretty far along in the uh single player now, so that'll unlock a lot of stuff for us. So I've also, talking about playing more of the same, stuff that doesn't really change, have been playing Harvest Moon Island of Happiness for the DS. You've been playing the ton crap out of that. Well, because you're always playing the 360. What else am I supposed to do? I think the correct phrase was crap ton. I, I got that backwards. But yeah. <laughs> what, what, uh, what's new with uh, Harvest Moon Island of Happiness? They're on an island instead of the farm. Well, there's a farm on the island, but it's not the same place. Interesting. Yeah, it's thrilling. It's about the same, everything else. We're playing some really really interesting games here. Yeah, we're making them sound great. Actually, I really do like this game. I've probably played it more than most of the other Harvest Moon games. And I'm trying to think of why, like what makes it better or different. There's really not anything different. I mean, with the touchscreen, I had said at the beginning that the controls were really bizarre, and I've settled into those. So that seems to be working out okay. It's just... It's Harvest Moon. Yeah, I mean, we're we're playing a bunch of games that are pretty much the same as their predecessors, but they're games that we enjoyed to begin with. Right. So that's why we bought them. Right. And there is another Harvest Moon coming out next week for the Wii. Yeah, uh, Tree of Tranquility, I think is what it's called, I think coming so. out next week. Which, that actually looked interesting to me, So, and it looks different. It's got kind of a different animation style. So I'm kind of intrigued to pick that up, so we'll see how far I get in Harvest Moon DS, because usually I abandon the Harvest Moon games when something else comes along to play. So we'll oh, see. Yeah, we'll see. So last week, oh, we got to talk about stuff you bought, the shopping segment. Oh, I just bought a couple things. I I picked up Metal Slug Anthology for the Wii uh, for $10 used at Blockbuster. Um, and I also picked up Rock Band 2, obviously, since the last show. I uh, picked up Viva Pinata since the last show. And we went to Best Buy, and Sega Superstars Tennis for the 360 was on sale f- on clearance for twelve fifty or so. And last night I picked up Lego Batman and The Club for the 360 for... Uh, that was on clearance for twelve fifty as well. So I'm sure we'll be talking about Lego Batman at some point. Yeah, we haven't played it yet. I played it a little bit at E3, but we'll get that a little bit later in the show. Uh, so last episode, we had a contest. We were talking about Shred Nebula, which was a downloadable game for Xbox Live Arcade, who, which was developed by Crunch Time Games. Um, CAG Mots G- CTG is a member, and... Um, we were giving away five copies of the game along with five T-shirts, and so you picked five winners. Yeah, and they just had to state what they were looking forward to in the game or what they found interesting about the game. So uh, the first winner was Wing Wright. He wanted to play with his friends, and who's the next winner there? Esol. From the demo, it seems like a well-balanced game. I would like to try out the online components. Class Act, you're the next winner, and you just said multiplayer. Yeah, good enough. Concise. <laughs> uh, Tripmaster Monkey, you said I'd be most interested in the co-op modes and options. And lastly, we have Dastly. Dastly75. The demo <laughs> had a really interesting control scheme. Once I got used to it, it was pretty cool. After giving it some time, I think it's a pretty neat game. The dynamics of the gameplay seem more in-depth than I thought at first. 
So, Wingrite, Easel, Class Act, Tripmaster Monkey, and Dastly75. You should PM... PM me. I will send you your codes, and we will get your t-shirts your way as well. All right. And this week's contest is kind of simple. The prize is being provided by Rob Gis, and it is for WarioWare Touched for the DS. That's very hard to find. It is very hard to find. And the contest is, who's your favorite Nintendo character, and what kind of new game would you like to see them in on the Wii? Right, and that's uh, because there's a new Wario game this week. There is a new Wario game. There's also a new Kirby game. Mm-hmm. And there's another... Oh, I know, Wario. I did Wario. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, so moving on to new games, because it's really what the show is all about, and we've got a ton of them. Yeah. yeah. Which well, there's, means... There's like 40-something games this when week, When you are inclined to talk long-windedly... Just pinch me. ...about the stupid stuff, you need to stop. <laughs> If I, I look bored out of my mind, you need to stop. <laughs> and you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, new releases. First, we'll talk about the multi-platform new releases. And you, of course, have the first one. Baja Edge of Control. This is exactly what it sounds like. It's a Baja racing See, game. See, my first thought was, what the heck is that? You don't know what Baja ra- racing is? No. Oh, it's like an off-road, uh, long-distance racing, racing in like Mexico or out in the desert. Oh yeah, okay. And so uh, it's like really extreme. Like I think you usually have two or three drivers that go over like a span of more than twenty-four hours or so when you're driving. What's that show on TV uh, with the guy? You know the show with the guy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. In the car. The fall guy. And they were they were getting chased by the. The Herbie. deputy guy. The police officer guy? Smoking the Bandit? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a movie. <laughs> right, what did I say, show? Okay. Yeah, uh, that is nothing like Baja Racing, but... Uh, <laughs> well, that's a lot of drivers that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of driving. Weren't they racing? They were, well, they were trying to deliver a shipment of beer across country in a certain that's amount of time. Right. See, that's the game they should make. They should make a racing game based on Smoking the Bandit. I... I think there was a smoking the bandit game i'm not sure but yes that that would be a good game okay baja edge control have we said enough about it i think we don't think we've said anything about it what more is there to say uh it's by the some of the guys that did mx versus atv games so similar style of that okay beatles volkswagen beatles yeah those were for some of the original baja racing uh like the old drive well not the new one the old uh classic 60s style yeah, that's not what I have. Okay. Uh, Barbie Fashion Show, An Eye for Style. This is a DS game aimed at 6 to 12-year-old girls. Awesome. Is it like Project Runway? No. Well, yeah, kind of. There's clothing designs and photo shoots and models. So, yeah. Uh-huh. It's exactly like Project Runway. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay, moving on. See, we talked that was too a TV long show. about Barbie. Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway. We've got 40 games. Not quite 40. but 39. Uh, That's almost 40. Go with it. Yeah, Brothers in Arms. Uh, I think this is the third game in the series for the consoles. I might be missing some on the PC there. I'm not sure. But this is the first time they've been on next-gen consoles, and it's a World War II shooter. Um, we don't have enough of those. Exactly. Uh, what I makes played... this one worth playing over Call of Duty? 
I wonder if in that silence they could hear the crickets from outside. I don't know. That's what I was kind of wondering. I hope so. Because that would it. be perfect. Yeah. It would almost be like we did it on purpose. I played this a little bit at E3, and I was not impressed. It, You can tell it's been in development for a long time. So long that it's already outdated before it comes out? Yes, okay. it is. Now, it's been getting good reviews, like around 8s or so. So maybe they fixed some stuff since E3. But I just could not get into the game at all. Um, and it, it does have like the tactical type stuff again, and it's it goes for like this ultra realistic route where they bring in all these military advisors, and I I don't know I I just cannot be bothered with a World War II shooter, especially well, one that I wasn't impressed with. You also really don't have any interest in Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 09, but those games are pretty decent sellers, so I'm sure there's people out there that want to know that it's coming out. Yeah, that's coming out. Uh, have we been mentioning the system so far? Oh, or have we forgotten to do that? Completely for- oh, we are so out of sync today. Well, we'll just start okay. here. This one was for the 360, the PS2, the PS3, and the Wii. So you can shoot lots of uh, big, scary animals with the controller of your choice. Well... Barbie was for the DS, but that's a pretty much a given. And the PC, also a given. Okay, so Lego Batman. This is probably the biggest... One of the biggest releases. Right. This is one that we bought already, so the biggest release for us. You mentioned that earlier. Well, no, I was just re- restating that fact. Okay. Um, I played... We haven't played the version that we have yet, but I played some at E3, and I think this is the best uh, Lego game so far of all these put a license together and slap Legos around it type thing. Now, you had talked to the guy about potentially making the achievements by the guy, I mean the developer developer. guy, uh, (laughs) about making the achievements so that when you're playing it two-player, you can get both achievements because it wasn't anything that they had actually thought about. So hopefully that's gotten fixed. Uh. Maybe, but I doubt it. I I think it's kind of the way the game's put together. Um, but it's very cool. It's, it's, the graphics are much better. I think the game controls better. Uh, the levels and level design is much, much better. Um, it's got a lot more variety to it. You get to put on, instead of like in Lego Indiana Jones, you had different items that each character could use. Right. And this one, they, you have different, uh, suits that you put on, uh, for the different abilities. So you go to like a little changing room and you change into like... Robin has a like a metallic suit where he can walk upside down on metal, and Batman has like a, a suit where he can. He's got like a rocket pack on the back. And so everything instead like that. of finding items, you're you're doing the suits. Yeah, and it's twice as long as any other Lego game has been, uh, and you get to play as the villains in their own separate storyline. Oh, it's a separate storyline. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the hoopla that came out because you're police officers. Oh, no, there wasn't any hoopla. That was just me going, huh, that's kind of odd that the villains get to shoot police officers with guns. Yeah, it seemed like, and it's rated what? What is it? Uh, It is rated E10 or, it's either E or E10 plus, I don't know. Huh. Um, But I talked to the developer about that, and he said they weren't really concerned with it because they blow up in a little Lego bits, so it's kind of cute. But, yeah, it is. There's no blood or anything. Yeah, it's E10+. plus. Okay. So, Lego Batman looks really good. And that's, of course, coming out for everything. And you should buy it. Oh, and there is a deal on that one. At Circuit City, you get a $5 gift card uh, when you buy the... I think it's just the 360 or the PS3 version. 
and they had some Batman little uh, like collectible buttons that you got oh. as well. But uh, I know Cicada went there today or yesterday, and they and already they out. sold out of the buttons. Oh. But so that's going to be uh, your mileage may vary if your location still has buttons or not. Well, I got to preview um, Margot's Mar- yeah. word brain. That one sounds like a good one. What's that about? Yeah, this is. That doesn't even make sense. Like the way that they no word no, brain it doesn't. Um, like <laughs> it's apparently Margot is the new video game queen of wordplay. She's kind of got like that nerdy hot thing going on. Um, like the Tina Fey type glasses. There, she doesn't look hot at all. Well, she's very small on my screen. I'm pretty sure she's like 45 you might and be looks right. like a librarian. Yeah, hot librarian. <laughs> Oh, dear. Um, I'm going to just ignore you for that little bit of segment. And it's a word game. It's a compilation of six word-based edutainment puzzle games. The price tags are $15 for the DS and $20 for the Wii. Yes, it's a budget title. Still, I'm not sure I would pay that much money for the game. I like word games, so if it's I good... do too, but I like playing the free word game on my flash on flash based on my computer. Yeah, if they had like a version of Bookworm in there. Bookworm is a good one. That that might uh that might entice me to buy it more, but for the DS. I'd like a version of Bookworm on the DS. Well, you'll be able if you see this for seven ninety nine in some bargain bin somewhere, then go ahead and buy it. Well no, I'd have to find out if it had Bookworm on it first. Well, it still would probably be fun. Um, Okay, so moving on to Pipe Mania. Okay, uh, do you remember the... No. uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, mini games in Bioshock. You saw me play some Bioshock where there was the pipes and you had to get the stuff. You change around the pipes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they were pipes to get the fluid to unlock the... Yeah, they unlock doors, or I don't even remember yeah. cameras, or yeah, I remember. Yeah, they were the cameras when you hack the cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what Pipe Mania is. It's just those type of mini games, um, which of course that came from an original game called Pipe Mania or Pipe Dream. I guess it depends on what region you were in. Okay. So this is an older type game, but it's kind of been spruced up, and the graphics look nice. It has over three hundred puzzles in it. Um, I'm not it's jumping like for joy over it. Decent but puzzle game. Yeah, it's uh, twenty dollars for the DS, the PS2, the PSP, the Wii, and the PC. Are you sure it's coming out on the DS? Yeah, it's coming out on the DS. Oh, that's that's not listed there. Yeah, it's right there at the top. Yeah, but you didn't list it under systems: PS2, PSP, PC, Wii. That's oh, all I got. Oh, okay. My little pictures had the DS version of it. I'll fix that sure before it goes out. Are you sure coming out this week? Yeah. Because sometimes the DS version comes out at a different time. No, nah, it'll be all right. All right. I'm People just, will find I'm it. just pointing out the flaws in your outline. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, SimCity Creator. This is a good show. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I can see it in your face. <laughs> this is a good show for the games I have been given. We, we had to start back up somewhere. <laughs> Let me tell you, you got so much good stuff coming, I can't even tell you. <laughs> but you have the next eight games, so you better start talking. SimCity Creator, I think I did that one, right? <laughs> yes, you did. It's a SimCity game for the Wii and the DS uh, that apparently isn't as good as the PC versions, but uh, I don't know that people are looking for that much depth um, on the console versions. I don't know. What do you mean by Creator? Like, 
It's just a SimCity game? It looks game, like SimCity. Okay. You can create a city. You manage the city. On the Wii version, you lay down the roads with uh, the Wiimote so you can trace around and put your roads in. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a great feature to me either. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there was only one score out there so far. I don't remember who it was from, but it was it was like a 5 out of 10 or on Metacritic or something oh. like that. Um, but So that's coming out for the DS and the Wii. I'd kind of like to try it on the DS once it drops in price because this is a $40 DS game. Wow, that's expensive. That is really expensive, <laughs> especially <laughs> for an EA game. Like Some companies like Square Enix, they can kind of get away with that because the Square Enix fans are going to uh, pay, $40? pay for that. Yeah. Well, you also previewed Warriors Orochi, Orochi 2. Yeah, that's another Dynasty Warriors, uh, Samurai Warriors mashup where they fight demons. and uh, It's coming out for the PlayStation 2 and the 360. Uh-huh. Have Is fun with that. Is the 360, the PlayStation 2 version, just ported? Because that's always fun. No, I, I would... I I don't know. I would assume that it's the 360 version down downscaled to the PS2. To the PS2. But I, it's the same game they put out over and over again. Well... We're being really negative, so we've got to be positive about something. I don't have to be positive about that. What about... Okay, so we're moving on to the Wii. Great. Brothers in Arms Double Time? Really? Brothers in Arms Double Time is the name of the game? Well, it's it's a play on words. Because it's got Brothers in Arms 1 and Brothers in Arms 2 Right, but Brothers in, in Arms Double Time, it's just odd to me. Why is that? Double Time is like... When you go fast, when you're marching, and oh. wow, okay, <laughs> wow, okay, all right, that makes sense. Yes, it does. Got it. Now oh. it does. <laughs> Just seems like on like, all right, okay. No, keep explaining yourself out of this one. <laughs> I don't know how to explain myself out of this one. It just, I guess, I was thinking of more of it musically related. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> it's but it's the first I two don't brothers in march. arms. I can barely walk in a straight line and keep a beat. I don't march. Come on. Know, it, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it was the first two brothers in arms game, and you now have Wii controls. And basically, they're just trying to capitalize on uh, the other new brothers in arm game coming out. Hell's Highway. Yeah. So uh, they're putting this out at the same time. Okay. Uh, the Blob. That one is a good one. We can get excited about that one. Okay. Pump up the uh, intensity here. Okay. There you go. That was a good <laughs> okay. All right. The <laughs> Blob. Tell me about it. Uh, it is a platformer where you are a blob. Okay. It or aptly, not. aptly named. You understand that it. title? I got that. That title makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and the whole uh, idea is the levels are all in black and white. And in order to restore the world, the blob can take on different colors by defeating enemies and gaining their colors. And then he goes and paints the world. And you have to like get all these objectives in a certain time. Kind of like a Katamari type thing in that way, where you have to go find these things in a set amount of time um, and paint a... I don't know if it's a percentage or you have to paint certain things before your time runs out. That sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. $50. Does it sound like $50 worth of fun? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I think if you have... If you're looking for something to play in your Wii, I this think... This looks like... Well, yeah, good. I think you can't go wrong with the blob. Okay. Um, moving on to Lost in Blue, Shipwrecked. 
we fought over previewing we, this one because we could work in so many stupid shipwreck puns. And I didn't work in any, I don't think. Okay. So <laughs> maybe you, you should have taken it. an opportunity. You didn't mention like shipwreck Taha. That... No, no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't do Taha anything. Okay. But this is the first time the Island Survivor Simulator has come to consoles. It's all been on DS, DS prior to this. Right. It looked in the first Lost in Blue looked intriguing to me, but then you might actually like this one. Uh, I played a little bit of a DD three, and they've kind of made it easier so that your people aren't constantly dying of hunger or exhaustion. That was the big downfall of the last couple. I I did preview yeah. the last one. Yeah. Uh, so people wandering away too far and then dying. Yeah. This one has a very it's almost like a Harvest Moon or uh, kind of uh, Animal Crossing type style to where you're walking around the walking around a 3D world more, and all the little mini games like set, starting fires or fishing or chopping wood or uh, building objects are all done by Wii Motion mini games. Okay. Uh, and there is some co-op modes in it. I don't think you can play through the story co-op, but you can like uh, do some of the mini games co-op and that type of thing. And it's just out for the Wii. Just out for the Wii. Only thirty dollars. Huh. Well, which that's is surprising to me because what I played of it, the quality seemed to be like a fifty dollar Wii game. So that's like the second Wii game that we would recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samba de Amigo. Uh, I can sort of recommend this one. This is a port. I remember this game with the maracas. Yeah, great game on the on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, the controls for this one aren't the best. I played uh, this a little bit at E3, too. Okay. Um, they're serviceable, especially on some of the slower songs. But when it gets really fast. But when it gets fast or you feel like you're shaking the remote hard enough and the remote doesn't recognize. Because you're not, there's no maracas. You're just playing with a nunchuck and a Wiimote. So we Somebody all really know... missed a golden opportunity there with maracas because then the maracas could be used in rock band. Well, there are some like third party maracas, but they just snap onto the onto the Wii motes. I mean, they're they're really not doing anything. Uh, but yeah, you kind of know what you're getting into with Wii motion controls. They don't always register. So in a in a game like this where you're trying to get consecutive beats and like it just gets the whole point is to hit stuff on time and then when you don't but you really did right it's kind of disappointing but at the same time i was having fun with it so it's still a fun game you just can't help but like smile at this game like right it's got the little monkey and the sombrero yeah it's got a whole bunch of that game home with the box of maracas and i thought when are we going to use maracas and you played it for like an hour and they've been in the box ever since no, I played it for more than that. You're thinking of Tycho Drum Master. Oh, I am. Yeah, I played that's that an one orange for box. Yeah, that's an orange box uh, with a little tambourine-type looking thing. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But. Okay. Well, let's talk about Wario Land Shake It, because this, of course, is the Wario game that you were referencing earlier. It's a very classic Wario platformer. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it goes back to the... Each level or each world is a different kind of environment where you have the, the you know, old west and you have the snow levels. And, you know, it's it's very classic in, in the level design. It, um, it doesn't It's add... supposed to have great graphics. Yeah, they're, they're hand-drawn. 
absolutely not anything new or spectacular or even no. really different. No. It's for people who like old school platformers and are just looking for one to play. And it can it can be controlled by the classic controller or by turning the Wiimote sideways. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I played it with uh, just the Wiimote. Okay. And I don't think I'd play it with just the Wiimote, but I don't know. That's me. I prefer to no, use it, it like a controller. I don't like using the Wiimote. No, the Wiimote, you hold it sideways. Okay, I thought you were saying that you played it with the Wiimote point. And no, no, you, you turn it sideways and control them with the D-pad, kind of like Paper, Super Paper Mario did. Okay. Um, and graphically, it looks really nice because the hand-drawn animations are great, but of course, by now everybody knows it's not widescreen. Like, it has bars on both sides. Right. Which is really disappointing. Like, But the graphics it, are... HD, higher quality. Well, they're not. They're 480p or right. whatever the well, wave spits out. But, yeah, they look really nice. Right. But it's just so frustrating. Like, everybody has widescreen TVs now. Yep. Or if you bought a TV in the last five years, probably, you have a widescreen TV. Okay. Why are you making games that don't use the whole TV? Like, it doesn't make sense. See, it doesn't bother me. Oh, it bothers me greatly. Why? <laughs> because I, there's all this extra room. Just don't room look at be... that part of the screen. How do you do that? You just look at the stuff that they want you to look at. But it is fun. But like you said, it's there's not a lot of... It's nothing new or different or amazingly unique. No, but it's, it's fun. Like, you get to the end of the level and you, it's like, classic. rescue these creatures. And then you have to, like, race back through the level the other way oh, to get fun. back out. Um, yeah, and, and it, it controls really well. Uh, it has kind of, like, the same thing that uh, Zack and Wiki does which is obvious in the title. Uh, if there's a problem, you pretty much shake the remote, and that solves it. So if you, like, grab onto a uh, pole or something, you shake the Wiimote, and then he spins around the pole. Or you pick up an enemy, and you shake him, and then coins pop out. See, that sounds like fun. Oh, it is fun. But uh, I, I kind of wish it was cheaper than $50 or it used the whole screen. <laughs> Well, it's not, and it doesn't, so we'll buy it anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, let's move on to the DS then. Babysitting mania. This is your time to shine. It's a babysitting game. I'm gonna go take a a strategy game. Talk about all these DS games. You should. It's a strategy game similar to like Cake Mania or Diner Dash. Only you're managing small children that are making messes. So moving on. (laughs) Okay. Brain Quest grades three and four, and Brain Quest grades five and six. Uh, EA has come out with these new Brain Quest games, and they're based on, obviously, the Brain Quest stuff. Were those those, uh, like, kind of, like, flashcard type mm -hmm. things that were, like, all stapled together with, like, a plastic... Yes, those are Brain Quest, and they have different categories, and they're just trivia. So this is, these are edutainment um, games with puzzles and, uh... It also includes a Sudoku game, so your little people can. This learn is the kind Sudoku. of game that you have to give to a kid with an actual game as well. Yes. Like you give them the game, they go like, "Oh, thanks." Okay. okay. Oh, sorry. I have things to say, and go then ahead. we can be done talking about it. You go keep ahead. interrupting me to say stupid things. That's um, my job. Yes, I know. So the biggest been married thing. Married for so long, you don't know that. <laughs> I said yes, I know. Do you not listen? <laughs> We've been married for. How long and you don't know that? Do you know how long we've been married for? <laughs> uh, let me check my ring. <laughs> oh, 
You're getting really slap happy and I don't have the patience for you right now. I think it's time for you to find a co-host with some more patience to take my spot on the weeks when I just can't handle you. Okay. So, maybe we should have that be the next uh, contest. I don't think that would go so well. <laughs> okay. So, here's what I'm thinking is that you're all these kids of this age, you know, fourth, fifth, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders already have DSs. So rather than spending the $90 on buying them a leapfrog, just buy them this game for the DS. Because it actually does look pretty good. The animation is good. It's made by EA, so it's not a crap game. Um, Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of educational titles for the DS now. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. So moving on. Dinosaur King Does this teach you about dinosaurs? No, you battle them. It's... And the battle system is rock, paper, scissors. I'm not kidding. Okay. It's it's a spinoff of the Mushi King. Sure. That's what I said. <laughs> okay. With rock, paper, scissors playing di- dinosaurs playing rock, paper, scissors. Well, they don't really play, but that's how you battle. I think it sounds like fun for 30 bucks, though. Seems a little high. Wait for I that might, one to fall. I you would have loved have, this game when you were a little kid. I might have played this a little bit now that I remember at, at, E3. at E3. I, I There was something... You wouldn't remember dinosaurs with rock, paper, scissors? Seriously? Okay, moving on. Disgaea uh, DS. Um, this is a uh, port of the original Disgaea. It's strategy down RPG. To the DS. Yep, strategy RPG. Um, everybody loves Disgaea. I've never actually played it. So I think the DS version is probably the way I get into this series because that is the system I like playing RPGs on. Okay. And strategy RPGs. And they this looks to be like the definitive version of the first Disgaea because they've added new endings and other little, I don't know, tweaks and additions to the game. So that looks like it's a good buy for $30. I I know it takes a long time to play all the way through. Like, it's a, that's a 100-plus hour game. Well, that'll keep you busy. That will. Dropcast. We have so many things. We're only through the Ds of the DSs. Oh, the DSs is the main part of the show, though. Oh. Uh, Dropcast is a puzzle game that is kind of like a combination of Tetris and Collapse. And it also has Super Puzzle Fighter elements to it. See, you've just named so many puzzle games that I can't possibly wrap my brain around what those three things would be like. Blocks falling, you move blocks, blocks disappear, blocks hurt people on the other side of the screen. So you just described, like, Dr. Mario. It has Dr. Mario type things in it. The way way that it's like... uh, How is it like, like just single blocks fall? No. So Uh, Tetris-shaped blocks fall. Not exact Tetris shapes, but yes. Shape shapes. Shapes, blocks. shape blocks uh, of different colors, and they have little symbols on them. So kind of kind of like the symbols that you would find in Puzzle League. How many more puzzle games can you compare puzzle this Puzzle Quest? To? <laughs> okay. You, you do spells? By... You do not. <laughs> you do not. You're lying. No, Stop you, it. You do do spells, but they're not like you do in Puzzle <laughs> Quest. You, if you match up uh, certain shapes... That are within the now little squares. Shapes? Are you shitting me? Okay, no more. Just, just go to. Where can 
they find the video? Find some video and explain it. Don't read ship's preview because it's confusing. All right. It looks like, it looks like a decent game. Okay, now here's here's why. This game right here is why I think you purposely give me all the stupid crap to preview. Because you handed me this game saying, here, it's an animal sim. Well, you know what? Hi Ham Taro Ham Ham Challenge is not an animal sim. <laughs> Just because it has an animal in it doesn't mean I have to care about it or preview it. Look at all those cute hamsters on the front, though. Look at them. It's they want you to care. Games. It's edutainment mini games with hamsters. This is edutainment? Yes. It's by Natsume. That's probably why I gave it to you. That's why they're cute. They have um, Natsume eyes. And little Natsume. I mean, you can't tell if he's a squirrel or a hamster. That automatically means it's by Natsume. Well, he's not Squirrel Taro. Well, if you didn't, if you couldn't read that, tell me what those other animals on the cover are. One could be a mouse, or it could be a cat, or it could be a small lemming. I don't know. I think they're all Hamtaros. No, they can't be. They look completely different. They're not all Hamtaros have to look the same. All right, we're done talking about Hamtaro. Kirby Superstar Ultra. Now, this is a port from the Superstar Kirby Superstar for the SNES. Correct. I never really played it. I know it's like... No, nobody played it because the Nintendo 64 had already come out at that point and nobody was playing SNES games. They were playing mm. Nintendo 64 games. Remember GoldenEye? That's what we were yeah. playing. This was the one that was kind of like mini-games or something? All like put together? No, it's it's a it's a platformer, I think. Hmm. There are no mini games in my preview, so I'm gonna go with no, no mini games. But okay. thanks for trying. Um. Ugh. Moving on to My Little <laughs> Pony, Pinky's Pinkie Pie's Party. Um. This was one that was really fun to preview. Pinkie Pie is apparently a pony that lives in Ponyville. Makes sense. I'm following you so She's far. She's having a party. I get that. That's what I got. Hmm. Is it like a birthday party? I don't know. Doesn't say Pinkie Pie's birthday party. Is there a cake on the front? No, there's balloons and a castle. Well. And I'm guessing Pinkie Pie is the pink, pink one, pony. Not the orange one. No. No. All right. Okay. I'm glad to see they're still kicking it. Did you have Pinkie Pie when you were little? No. I didn't have any pink ponies. I had a white one. Hmm. We have all my ponies, though. We could go find them. Oh, great. <clears throat> that, that sounds like a like a good adventure. Yeah, uh -huh. about as much fun as it is unpacking boxes of Star Wars figures, but thanks. Mm -hmm. My SAT coach. You can ride coach. on the backs of ponies. <laughs> no, I don't think... That is how you end up with... With broken pelvises on your action figures right there. <laughs> because those ponies, have you seen My Little Ponies? They're kind of hippie. <laughs> and not hippie as in the 70s hippie. I mean, they got big hips. Not rideable for G.I. Joe or Star Wars or... I bet He-Man could mount one of those things. Well, yeah, because Battle Cat, also hippie. <laughs> That's pretty insulting for Battle Cat. I'm sorry, did I insult the purple tiger? Come on, it's a purple tiger! Battlecat's not purple! Orange? And the accessories were purple? No! What color? Green! Yes! Darn it! I always think he's purple. Who is purple? The, the purple lady, the bad lady. No. Uh, 
Skeletor had a purple panther. Yeah, okay. See, you act like I'm just completely pulling this out. Sorry, I get Battle Cat and, I don't know, Evil Battle Cat confused. (laughs) I don't know that one's name. (laughs) See? You don't know Skeletor's cat's name and you're getting mad at me because I... (laughs) Purplo. Shut up. We have to get those out someday and play with them because we have an entire set of He-Men. We'll set up a battle. That's what I was referring to a couple episodes ago when I was talking about the toys that didn't stand the test of time. Totally oh. Moss Man. <laughs> Moss Man is not made to be kept for 25 years because A, he is disgusting. B, he smells bad. No, that's just because he's near Stinkor. <laughs> we do have Stinkor as well. I yeah. think we're, we're missing the guy that looks like Giant Rock. We're missing one of those guys. There's two guys that transform into rocks. Right. And we have or meteors. one. We have we one of them. We can't. Yeah. All right. Moving on. See, we keep getting off topic because we don't want to talk about these DS games. Well, this next one is not, not It's not very, a game. No, it's my SAT coach. Ubisoft has been doing these My Language Coach games, and now they're doing My SAT Coach, which I think is a good idea. Because the SATs, it's multiple choice, and you practice by taking... Mock tests, all which are on the DS, and then they tell you what areas you need to work on. I have paid good money for programs like this on my computer. Remember how often I did vet prep Mm -hmm. before I took my board? No, I'm fine. Hours and hours. If I had a vet game on my DS, that would be sweet. I can get you vet games. There's tons of them. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, there's vet hospital. No, vet prep that asks me, like, you know, what bacteria kills pigs by causing bleeding out their eyes and random stuff like that. That is what all those questions were. They were all about pigs and they were all about cows. And then they'd show a picture of a cow on the screen on my boards from like 40 yards away and ask you what was wrong with it. It's not closer. (laughs) I'm not even (laughs) making that up. Like, I don't know. A, it's a cow. That's all I got. (laughs) You got something against cows now too? (laughs) What's wrong with it? You're a cow. <laughs> I don't That wasn't an answer. You're a little hippie. <laughs> that was not an answer. So you broke down, wasn't it? What's wrong with this cow? It's, it's a little hippie. hippie. <laughs> All right. This is the show's getting out of control. Um, oh, this one makes me sad. See, you told me that it was a good Nancy Drew game. I said nothing of called... the sort. I just said it was a new Nancy Drew game. You said it when it was by somebody different. That is what it said. Different. Well, it's Nancy Drew, The Hidden Staircase, which A, got my hopes up because that is an actual Nancy Drew book, and I thought maybe it would be decent. B, it's by somebody different other than whoever made the last two Nancy Drew DS games, which were crap. I don't know. This one could be crap. I have no idea. But you have no idea. It could be good. Yeah, but do I really want to risk my feelings being hurt, my soul being crushed? Oh, well, you're going to get this game. But we didn't get the last one. No, but we're going to get that one, too. We just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, because why? What was the moral of it? When the first Nancy Drew game came out and you said, oh, I'll be able to find it everywhere for $5 in a month, and then it was gone. And now I have it cart only. No box. You're talking about the Game Boy Advance. You know, I love Nancy Drew games cart only. The only reason why I buy them is to collect them, to put them in with my other collectibles. Cart only. All right. Rhapsody, a musical adventure. This this show has just lost all meaning, I think, at this point. I think that's the first time you've ever done a <laughs> the mic. Well, the Nancy Drew game, number three, deserved it. Or not. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. 
Rhapsody, mm -hmm. a musical adventure, is a PlayStation game that was released in Japan. It was released here, too. Well, but it was originated in Japan, and it's a whole series in Japan. We only oh, okay. have this title that's been released in the U.S. for the PlayStation, and now it's being ported to the DS. This is another case of I'll probably play it now and never play the one I have on PlayStation 1. Okay. There's some things you need to know. A, it's really easy as an RPG. And people who are looking for challenging RPG games, not going to want to play it. B, it's a musical RPG, meaning they're always singing. And on Wikipedia, they said it was known as one of the most girly RPGs ever. And that's why it didn't sell well for the PlayStation, because it was billed as a girly game. That would be why there's a pink castle in the front of it? Yes. All right. I'm I'm confident in my masculinity that I can play Are this Are you game. sure? Because the other day when I was watching America's Next Top Model, you said I was slowly turning you gay. <laughs> <laughs> that, and now you're talking about playing that's Rhapsody. Because, that's because we watched a four-hour uh, uh, marathon of it while Monday Night Football was on. <laughs> and the Jets suck. Okay. Sorry, Kamish, but they do. Favre got hurt, and there was no reason to watch them. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. And I was losing my CAG Fantasy League game by a lot of points. And Chris Chambers did not score enough points for me to win. Boo on the Chargers. See, I did watch Monday Night Football. I can just watch it in between watching the models. All right. Sean the Sheep looks like the Serta Sheep, but apparently he's from Wallace and Gromit. The little sheep from oh, Wallace and Gromit. Oh, this is like official, like it's from the Wallace and Gromit people then. Yes. Okay, I can see that. It's a DS adventure title. It's got mini games, of course, mini quests, some avoid, avoid the farmer kind of things. Um, it's supposed to be really good because it's a Wallace and Gromit game. It's got that kind of quirky humor. Um, and actually, a lot of people that previewed the game had really good things to say about it. So I think this is probably, I wrote in my preview, going to be the sleeper hit of the games that I've previewed. Because it's from Serta? <laughs> No. Oh. I had to cross that out. No, but it... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Can we just delete what you say out of the podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it is a little simple. Its target audience is a little bit younger than you or I, but it still looks fun. Hmm. And for how much is it? Uh, it is a $30 game. Oh. That seems... It's going to drop in price. $10 too expensive. It's, it's going to drop. Uh, it is by D3, though, and they usually put out good stuff. So I think it's the sleeper hit. Published, published by D3. Sleeper hit. Is that a play on words? Sean the sheep? Sean? What, what do you do with a sheep to get there? Shear. Shear. Okay. Shear the sheep. If you did Not it, quite. you shorn. That shorn is the past tense of Okay. Shear. Okay, that's what I'm thinking then. It's almost a play on words. It might have been at one point. Moving on. There, there are no more crickets outside to chirp, so that was just dead air. All right, Time Hollow. You previewed this, and you say I'm going to like it. You're going to like this game a lot, I think. Okay. Uh, Tell me why. It is a point-and-click adventure-style game. I um, like those. Mixed with, well, I guess Phoenix Wright is kind of a point-and-click adventure as well. Just text. More text. Yeah, the text got me in Phoenix Wright, I have to be honest. I'm... I, 
got bored after the first case of the first Phoenix Wright game. Okay, but you liked uh, Hotel Dusk, or I did like Hotel Dusk. Uh, so and some, I like Touch Detective. Okay, similar type stuff. Uh, it's it's a mystery type of game where you are this uh, high school kid. It's all anime looking and everything like that. Okay, you're this high school kid who uh, right before I think it's his seventeenth or eighteenth birthday, whatever. He's getting ready to to uh, have a birthday, like, become a man or whatever. And so his his dad or – I think it's his dad is going to reveal the family secret or something like that on okay. his birthday. But then he wakes up on his birthday and his parents are gone. And it turns out they've been gone for, like, 12 years. You're, you're confused, I can tell. by the. No, by I'm the, not the, confused. Okay. I'm having flashbacks from, like, fifth grade when we did this play in drama. Really? Uh-huh. Did, did, did you have a pen? And the person goes, like, the main character goes back, like... This is similar, yes. To his house? Well, I Or, like, go, like, yeah. Okay. Well, did, did the character have a pen that could bend the laws of time? No. Not not in drama class, no. Okay. Well, that's... That's where it differs. Okay. okay. That's... He has this pen where he'll have flashbacks, and you get flashbacks in the game, and they're basically, like... Uh, just like Polaroid shots, where you see something and you can, you can like trace stuff with the pen and like draw like circles around stuff, and in the game that you can then manipulate stuff in the past so it'll change stuff in the future, so you can figure out why you're having these flashbacks, but some things that you change can have negative effects. It sounds intriguing. It, it's very cool, uh, and the dialogue was good of what I played with it at E3. And I, I just think it's going to be a really solid point-and-click adventure. We got a lot of games to buy this week for all the crap that accompanies it. Um, moving on to the PlayStation 3. Buzz Quiz TV Bundle, which is the first time the Buzz Quiz games have come to the PlayStation 3. They've so far been on the PlayStation 2. And the bonuses, the Buzz controls, are now wireless. Totally cool. Yeah. Uh, it's in HD. You can create your own quizzes and upload them and download other people's quizzes. And there are quiz expansion packs. That's kind of cool. I think so, too. And it's $60, so you get all the controllers. Uh, I mean, I like these kind of free, games. Basically. I think if you're having a party, these kind of games are fun. Speaking along the same lines, this is the only PlayStation Portable release that we have this week, and that's Buzz Master Quiz. And there was actually a really, really good review on this game, where the person talked about how their immediate thought was that, why would you bring the Buzz games to the PlayStation Portable? That is my immediate thought. And they said that it actually was really fun to have it on a portable game. Did they play it against other people, or did they... Well, you can play it against other people. Right. It has multiplayer system for online play, um, but it has a lot of... It has, like, its own little... You and I had talked about this, kind of mini trophies that you can get by completing some of these okay. these puzzles. And it's not straight-up trivia. A lot of it, too, is um, kind of like brain teasers and things like that. So... Uh, if you're a trivia nut, I think you would like it. It's only $20, so and there's nothing else coming out anytime for the PSP. Right. Well, and, so. and yeah. It, it, it's this or nothing. Right. It is this or nothing. Uh, moving on to PlayStation 2, there's a couple bundles coming out this week. Uh, 
with Mortal Kombat Collection. They really spelled collection with a K. It's Mortal Kombat. That's how you do it. Sorry. Do you not know anything? You're asking me if I know anything about Mortal Kombat. I know when you don't. for Christmas, what did I get you that never left the box? Oh yeah, a gem for what was that system? The original Xbox that you were supposedly gonna mod, and it, you would have a nice little light up Mortal Kombat symbol. Yeah. And now it just sits in the box. Well, it looks looks nice. I still plan on doing that at some point. Uh huh. We'll get to when it. When you learn how to solder. Uh, uh yeah. Okay. That'll work. Uh, Mortal I'm... Kombat Collection. Okay. It uh, it comes with Armageddon, Deception, and Shaolin Monks. Okay. Um, Shaolin Monks, if you haven't played it, is a very good beat 'em up. Uh, it also coming out this week. That's thirty dollars. Also coming out for thirty dollars is the Onimusha Essentials. Uh, that is Onimusha one, two, and three. Okay. So you don't get the crappy fighting game. And you don't get uh, the fourth game, which was uh, Dawn of Dreams. Okay. Um, for some reason, they like to keep these things to three games in a box. I don't understand. Seems like they could have thrown Dawn, and Dr- Dawn of Dreams in there and you could add all four of them. But whatever. Okay. Um, now, your little preview to our show that you put on your blog is your SingStar Pop Volume 2 preview. Yeah, uh, that is a new karaoke game for the... Uh, for the PS2. That you had a lot of fun previewing. Yeah. Uh, some of the songs are Hey There, Delilah. Delilah and it, it's got, I don't know, like 20 or 30 songs on it, something like that. And they're all very pop-oriented, obviously. Uh, so moving on to the PC games. Did you notice in your blog somebody asked what if SingStar was a game? I did see that. I also saw the Desert Eagle had never heard Hey There, Delilah before. Does he live in a hole? <laughs> Desert Eagle, what? Have you not turned on the radio? It's the most overly played song in the history of mankind. I at first I thought he was he was not understanding what I was trying to do with with the post because and he, he had just never heard it. He had, but he had never heard of the song. Hey there, Delilah. Huh. Well, good for him. Sure. It's not annoying to him. Right, he's the only person in America who it hasn't heard that song. doesn't get annoyed or get it stuck in their head for the rest of eternity. I've had it stuck in my head for three days now, ever since I wrote that preview. Well, you know, one of the other doctors at work has all the lyrics memorized and randomly starts to sing it throughout the day, so I pretty much have it in my head all the time. Yeah, so uh, somehow he got by. I think it's by. the only song he knows. Yeah. Uh, so the PC games, there we, is... Again, they've been previewed by Treehouse Gamer, who was nice enough to do it so that we don't have to. Battle Lord King's Bounty. Uh, yeah, it looks like a fantasy RPG. With hex-based, turn-based tactical battles. Okay. Guitar Praise. This is the one that you talked about. Um, it's the Guitar Hero uh, ripoff with uh, Christian music. Yep. Some, of the, some of it's good Christian music, though. Yeah. Uh, Nostradamus, The Last Prophecy, which is a boring adventure game. Uh, great. Sid Meier's Civilization Four Colonization. Uh, Turn-based strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Treehouse Gamer does an excellent job, and it would not be fair to him to just read his previews. People will read them on our on the the website. Yes. Okay. So on the DL, we got a lot of stuff to download this week too. 
Uh, the first one, obviously, and I didn't do everybody any of knows these, about. So I'm already getting bored. Okay. So you're done. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man 9 is coming out for the uh, for WiiWare and PlayStation Network this How week. How many Mega Mans have we had? Uh, 18. Well. Then they started getting really weird. I know. Now that was a loaded question, so just move, pretend I didn't ask This is it. the ninth no, I don't, real I, Mega Man. Uh, okay. Okay. Without so, the ones looking all funky. Well, without... X and Z and ZX and all those card battling games and okay. everything like that. Uh, what is this next game? Because I really have no idea how to say that word. <laughs> okay. Well, that one, Mega Man 9 is coming out for Xbox Live Arcade next week. And it's the one where it's all made in 8 So bit. why are we talking about it this week? It, well, it came out for WiiWare and PlayStation Network this week. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> You're sitting, done. I've been sitting here for like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is way beyond my... <laughs> You're, you don't have your tolerance built back up yet. No, I don't have my tolerance for sitting here and listening to you talk about video games. So normally, I can do it while I'm doing something else and just nod and smile and halfway listen. But on the show, I have to listen, listen. <laughs> uh, the next one, you know, you know how to pronounce that? Nope. I just said I didn't know how to pronounce it. You previewed it. I You're always asking me. No, it's German. You're good. That is German. Do you know what it's German for? I have no idea, but I can recognize German. Uh, it is I'm German, German, remember? I think it's German for panel or something like that. Okay. It's Plotchkin Twist and Paint. Okay. It's a overly complicated puzzle game where you would kill me if I tried to describe it because, <laughs> because uh, it's more it's complicated. Like puzzle Quest and Tetris and Dr. Mario and... No, it's not like any of those so far. Uh, Zuma and... <laughs> The jewels <laughs> and what was that one? Hex, the hex one. Hexic. It does. It does have some hexic type stuff in it. All in one <laughs> with some pick cross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fifteen dollars. I, I wouldn't really bother to play that one. It seems a but little expensive German. for me to wear. It's called Twist and Paint, which you know what it reminds me of that I had when I was little. Spirograph. Close. Oh, what was the one the spit paint spin everywhere? Spin art. Spin, spin art. art. <laughs> that spin art is kind of twist and paint. It seems like could be another name for spin art because that's what you do, twist and paint. It's not, but yeah. Okay. Good, good reference. I'm not sure how they would make a spin art game for the DS. They anyway. could make a WiiWare one. Or, no problem. What are we talking about? Downloadable. Yeah, it just seems like it would be for You're the DS. You just swing the Wii mode around and then it splashes paint all over the place and you charge people $10 for it. You could charge them for different colors. Because it only came with red and blue and yellow. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also Super for the Wii. Ball. Yeah, this week. Virtual Console. Uh, that one was originally a Nintendo game. It is a great game, of course. River City Ransom Better characters. Better than Double D Dodgeball. Oh, this Without is the best. The boobs. This is the best. <laughs> I still am mad that Double D Dodgeball does not have big boobed women. It's like the biggest video game opportunity ever missed. Some CEO somewhere is like smacking their head thinking, why did we not put big boobed women in double D dodgeball? It's obvious. It could be Itagaki's next game. You don't know. <sighs> so obvious. Uh, no, but this is the best dodgeball game ever ever made. Yes. Okay, so. It's a great game. $5. Pirates versus Ninjas. Yes, it is. Uh, Vector Man. Uh, that was a Sega Genesis game where you uh, where this guy completely made out of these little green balls that, that shot things it was fun is that a good thing no it was a very fun game oh so you're 
Well, I'm not recommending. I'm I'm recommending you play it, but I'd recommend you on the Sega Genesis collection. Right. Yes. Wipeout HD for the PlayStation Network. This is a combination of the two PlayStation Portable games, Pure and Pulse. They take in all the tracks and some of the modes from each game and combine them into one PS3 game where they've redone all the graphics so it looks amazing on the PS3. $20? That's not terrible. There's a lot of game here. Okay. Um, but it's not a lot of new game, so if you've already played the PSP versions... Then you might not You might not spend. be interested. But if you're a big Wipeout fan, then it's probably worth 20 bucks. I mean... You can't go wrong for $20 for this high quality of a game. Duke Nukem 3D. I played that a little bit tonight before the show because I have never played nu- Duke Nukem before. You own- we owned one. Um, I think I owned one either for the N64 or the PlayStation, and it was a really bad third-person one. Okay. Like, they, the Duke Nukem series kind of went I sour. I remember seeing a lot of them in, like, bargain bins. Yes. The uh, the first one's really good, though. This port surprised me because I was thinking, okay, an old computer game that has 3D in the title <laughs> that I didn't play back when putting 3D in the title made it amazing. I didn't think it would, like, hold up for me because I had no reference point or anything like that, no, like, fond memories of it. But the port's really good. It It controls really well. It's fast. It doesn't give me nausea or headaches like Marathon did when they ported it over okay. to the 360. And it's got this cool, like, uh, fast-forward rewind feature now okay. to where when you die, you can fast-forward or rewind to, well, I guess you're rewinding for the most part, to wherever you want to respawn in the level. Like, it keeps track of everything you've done. Well, that's kind of cool. So you can you can go, oh, well... I was doing really good up to this point. And so you can respawn all the way back to there. Or you can just respawn where you died at. Oh. Uh, well, that's kind of fun, though. Yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. It's got online multiplayer. Um, I It's $10. Yeah, you can play it everywhere, like on your PC and all kinds of devices for free by now. But I think this is a really good port, and it's worth the $10, I think. Well, that's... It's good that you can play this one since you didn't get into it when the first Yeah, time. and of course it's got like the, the trademark kind of vulgar humor to it that the Duke Nukem series was known for. Okay, that's it. Those are all the games. Wait until October 21st. That week? What? That week is massive. Like what? Like we each have to do 30 games? That ain't happening. That's probably a 30-game week for each, each of us, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Next okay. week, though, it's like the eye of the storm, which Wombat didn't understand when I told him it was the eye of the storm next week. He doesn't understand what he doesn't know what that means? No. The center of a hurricane? Yeah. Did you explain it? I explained it to him. And then it made sense. And then it made sense, yes. Okay. But we were talking about all the, the releases. But next week, there I think there's only like 12 or 14 games coming out. Okay, well, maybe there'll be a show out on Sunday then. <laughs> Another one. Um, okay, they're gonna be there. People are gonna want to just erase the memory of this show from their brains. So we're gonna need another one quick. I'm going to. Me too. Have fun editing. Um, wrapping up the show, we are as always sponsored by GoDaddy. You can get ninety six dollars in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just six ninety-five a year. 
Some restrictions apply. See their site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. As always, dig us. We are, as I mentioned earlier, over a thousand digs, so we greatly appreciate it. That was a kind of a big milestone to hit. Yeah, it seems like we get more digs when we don't do shows. So I don't know I don't if know that's what that telling means. us something. Yeah. Uh, leave us reviews on iTunes. Check out the CAGcast on Mondays and the live wrap-up show on Thursday nights. And email us. Chipwreck is at CheapAssGamer.com or foreplay at CheapAssGamer.com. You can, as always, check us out in written form on CheapAssGamer. And don't forget to enter our contest this week. Yeah, for WarioWare Touch, but, uh, given to us by Rob Jess. Thank you, Rob Jess. And if you were one of the lucky winners of the contest for Crash Nebula. Shred Nebula. What's Crash Nebula? Crash Nebula is something from Jimmy Neutron, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Please edit that out. Okay, if you are one of the lucky winners of Shred Nebula, <laughs> please email ship. No, it's it's not from Jimmy Neutron. It's from uh, uh, that other show, you, My Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. Oh, that's even worse. I'd rather it be from Jimmy Neutron. I don't watch those shows. I just yes, have them do. on in the background when I'm getting ready in the morning. I think you've seen every episode of Fairly Odd Parents. In the background, in the morning. I like watching mindless, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. It gets me prepared for my day where my brain has to work very, very hard. Unlike on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is not, not... If this is a, for your first time listening to our show, give us another chance, please. All right. Let's wrap this up. Double okay. time. Shut up. <laughs> I guess that was the end. That is the end.